Praise the Lord, beloved people. This is Repent North America, and I'm your host, Pastor Kra, from Maryland, USA, Maryland Altar, and the Ministry of Repentance to Holiness. And we are all led by the Blessed Senior Archbishop, Louis Lupo, who is also the General Overseer of North America. And we're all under the direction and the counsel and the guidance and the authority of the two most glorified mightiest mightiest most treasured prophets of heaven the two prophets of revelation 11 the one who struck the earth with coronavirus and the earth has never been the same in this segment is the second part of the series why the coronavirus half a million dead bodies thousands of dead bodies being piled throughout the day for so long more than a year looking for solutions vaccines are not working which vaccines cause blood clots. We're running around as if the world doesn't have a savior. But the Lord has shared why the coronavirus has come. And without any further delay, we'll get straight into the message. When you follow the conversation from Revelation chapter 4 all the way to chapter 18, it is all geared towards the judgment of God that is coming upon the earth. And that's what I want to share with you. That you may understand the coronavirus and the locusts that I prophesied. Why did the Lord speak with me about all these things? Why did he send me to strike nations with earthquakes? Then you understand that the Lord is bringing his judgment upon the face of the earth. And it will take place when it will, it will reach his marks when the church is taken away and now you are in Revelation chapter 6, the wrath of God poured out on the earth. And this is what is rolling out on the earth. You should be telling yourselves, if you are in Europe, you are in Africa, you are wherever in the world, Asia, everywhere, you should be telling yourselves, you say, wow, the coronavirus has come. It has captured the whole earth. And every day, hundreds of dead bodies. Wow, this must be the wrath of God. And if the wrath of God has already begun, that means the rapture is about happening. Because this wrath of God belongs to the tribulation. That is what you should be telling yourself. So that you can prepare in earnest. In genuineness. In repentance and holiness. Receiving Christ and sustaining the righteousness of the Lord. Amen. Very, very powerful, enlightening message of the Lord by the one who prophesied coronavirus on December 1, 2015 and the ravaging locust plague. Uh, they shared during a message about last year, March 2020, of why the coronavirus. 
And before we get right into the program, I want to introduce a very special guest. Uh, may you introduce yourself, please? Everett and Edwards from Ohio, under the Ministry of Repentance and Holiness. Amen. Amen, Senior Pastor Everton. Thank you for coming on the show. Yes, this is Senior Pastor Everton Edwards of Ohio, the presiding Senior Pastor of the great state of Ohio. Thank you for making the time today, please. Amen. Thank you, Blessed Senior Pastor. You know, anything for the Lord. I love Him so much. <laughs> Amen. 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 You know, that's where this nation needs to get back to. That. You know, you read in the Bible, and I want to start off just right away. Read in the Bible, it's in Matthew chapter 24, and the verse, I believe it's 13, but it's the love of the Lord, the love of the Lord that has been replaced with the love of the world. And he says in verse 12 of Matthew 24, because lawlessness will multiply, other versions say increase, the love of many will grow cold, but the one who endures to the end will be delivered. And then he says in verse 14, this good news of the kingdom will be proclaimed in all the world as a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come. And you see in verse 14, blessed senior pastor Everton and our, and our guest on the show, that this testimony has been preached throughout the entire world world by the two mightiest mightiest prophets the one who prophesied coronavirus they've been preaching this message the same message repent 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 the messiah is coming turn away from sin turn away from sexual sin and they've been to finland sweden nigeria uh all over you can see the situation in nigeria right now it's because they prophesied all that um, kidnapping by Boko Haram, it was prophesied by the two mightiest, mightiest prophets of the Lord because when the message of repentance is delivered to the nation and there's no action, their judgment follows. Same thing happened in Lima, Peru. They preached the same message of repentance even at the National uh, Senate Assembly. They called for national repentance. A couple months later, five plus months later, the biggest earthquake that shook the entire continent of south america they've been preaching this message even in the united states and canada the message even started here so around the early 2000s and we didn't receive the message and we went on to blackmail and and that is why the lord has brought the coronavirus that the cloud of god descended in kasumu 2019 december 22 and everyone attempted to ignore trying to call almost like their own cloud of God down to the, their own churches, their false churches where they're preaching prosperity. So I want to ask you, blessed senior pastor, Everton, why the coronavirus? Why has the coronavirus come in now where we are in 2020, 2021? Amen, um, blessed senior pastor. The Messiah has an agenda the agenda that he first created man for and uh, when that agenda needs the time is coming close for that agenda to be fully implemented you know like the messiah has to do what is needed to be done to capture the hearts of man 
um the thing is i'm blessed seeing a pastor tree god created us no one can love us like how god loves us no one and when god is doing all these things it's for mankind to really look in themselves and said no we have turned away from our god we have turned away from our savior let us go back to god it's not like god didn't send his mightiest mightiest prophets of the lord to warn the nations it's not like he did it without a warning the mightiest mightiest prophets of the lord they're here and i'm pretty sure that a lot of nations are are, are they are weird that the mightiest mightiest prophets are here but as the mightiest mightiest prophets of the lord were saying yesterday who did they expect to come did they expect someone to be driving you know the finest of cars and flying in private jets who did they expect to come someone just in finding him for them to believe the work is there um blessed sina pastor the cripples are walking the blind can see so the, when the prophets of the lord prophesied the coronavirus back in um 2015 correct me if i'm wrong the nation had time to repent no one coronavirus is fully in effect it's in effect we don't know if it's going to get worse you know th- then they can look back at that prophecy and they can really if they had any doubts they can really look into themselves and say no every single thing that the mightiest mightiest most glorified prophets of the lord prophesied it has come to pass they have to be from god but when you read matthew 24 verse 12 it's a because of the increase of wickedness the love of most will grow cold so the hearts of man blessed sina pastor che yes. it has become waxed cold you know how many generation would love would have loved to have this opportunity to yes. see the cripples walking to see the glory of god the cloud of god coming down mm. hi what 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 needs to what what is it that god needs to do to capture the heart of man mm. god is literally doing every single thing the cloud is coming on the sun is clapping is mm. yes double this prophets one in mm. the spiritual and the physical realm mm-hmm. the, 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 the glory of the lord is shining down on them what is need what else god needs to do to capture the hearts of this wicked generation mm. it's unbelievable Mm. and the prophet and 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 the pastors are there in their church mm. they're looking at all these things but yet still because the devil has a lie to them blessed seen a pastor mm. they refuse to come and pride the pride of man they refuse to come oh. and it, it goes down to the question who did they expect to see mm. did they expect to see the prophets in private jet mm. in fine linen mm. who did they expect to see mm. Did they, did they didn't expect someone to say repent and turn away from your sin mm. they didn't expect someone to say turn away from 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 from, from the loving of money yeah. the idols in the church mm. they don't want that blessed sin a pastor very very well put couldn't have been said any other way it is true they don't want the message of repentance and holiness they want the message of the gospel of prosperity you know the rich man in Luke 16 he had the gospel of prosperity he liked the gospel of prosperity and look where he ended up he had all the things of the world 
that he thought he had the blessings of God in his life. He thought God was really with him. And then he was shocked when his, he woke up, his, he opened his eyes and he was in hell. And then Lazarus, the poor man, was in heaven. And, you know, in Matthew 5, is the Beatitudes, it lists blessed are the poor in spirit, blessed are the meek, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. And it talks about the characteristics of Christ himself. But the word poor is like a curse word to, uh, to this generation. We don't even be associated with people who are poor. We think if we get too close to them, we'll become poor ourselves. And it's, it's really, uh, it really is something because who do they expect to see? Who did they expect to see really, really? Who did this generation expect to see? Uh, they probably expected to see a Jesus with blue eyes or blonde hair, a prophet uh, of their skin complexion. But, you know, part of the reason why this generation, specifically in the United States of America, we have not repented is because of pride. It is the pride of man that has blocked repentance, the pride that manifests even to racism where they, they'd be shocked to see what their forefathers looked like. Abraham and, you remember, the, the Israelites were in Africa. They were in Egypt when the Lord delivered them. Egypt is in Africa. So for that level of, of, of racism is something because I want to go to the scripture right here. It, it's about the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God in Galatians chapter 3. The book of Galatians chapter 3. He says in verse number 23 that before the faith came we we're confined under the law imprisoned until coming faith was revealed and then he says the law then was our guardian until Christ so that we can be justified by faith but since that faith has come we're no longer under a guardian for you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus and you read further on down there's no Greek Jew male or female black white Hindu we're all the same in the eyes of the Lord. We're all one body of Christ with Christ being the head. And you read in other books like Revelation, it talks about the kingdom of God, the riches of his glory, that every nation, every tribe, every language uh, will bow down and worship the Lord. It doesn't matter what skin color, but, you know, this generation, we need to repent, especially in the, in the, the Bible Belt, the so-called Bible Belt in the South, where you have all white churches. And it's, it's like there's no such thing as an all white heaven. You have even black churches, like there's a black heaven. You have Asian churches, African churches, Spanish churches. The list goes on. It's, it's that pride that stops us. And there's even, you know, the prophecy of the Lord about how the white pastors who are coming to repent before the last second, but it's the pride of man that will, will stop them from entering. Because the mightiest, mightiest prophets of the Lord, the two mega ancient prophets of Yahweh have said, nobody can claim that they didn't know who the messengers of heaven were. They didn't know, they didn't see, because it has been well expositioned, like you said, Senior Pastor Everton, and demonstrated, illustrated publicly and globally. Everybody on the earth now, even the preachers in the USA who have been preaching their own things on global TV, they are now aware that the way the earth looks like, the way the earth has been turned upside down by these two mega ancient prophets of Yahweh, the Messiah is coming. You can tell that there's even, they have a chill that has stung them. All these global uh, preachers see on TV, that the words of their tongue of the two mightiest, mightiest prophets have turned the earth upside down with the coronavirus. And they can tell, those preachers can tell that the Messiah is coming, that the words of the two most glorified prophets of heaven will be fulfilled. The Messiah is coming. When you see these preachers these days, you know, you flip around on TV to, to, to even check what they're preaching these days. And we can't even watch the TV anymore because they're up there naked, preaching prosperity, nude, wanting everybody to lust at them. They're calling themselves pastors. But you can see that these preachers, they have been stung. They have been stung with some fear and dread right now, with the dread and fear 
they have been stung because they know the Messiah is coming, that the words of the two most glorified prophets of heaven, um, they're going to be fulfilled. The coronavirus, you know, it's not going to go away anytime soon if we don't repent. The Lord is sovereign, but the reason why the virus came, why the Lord shared why the virus came, is the judgment from the Lamb, Jesus Christ, the Messiah himself. And if there's any message, it is in that. That this sweet Jesus that we quote, uh, that we, we quote in caramel, like he's a sweet God, forgiving, like he's our older brother. He's coming back as the righteous judge. The righteous judge you see in the book of Isaiah 63, starting from verse 1, where he says, Who is this coming from Bozorah? Who is this coming from Edom? The one who is splendid in his apparel, rising up in the greatness of his majesty. He says, it is I proclaiming salvation, mighty to save. And I want to stop right there and ask you, blessed senior pastor, Eberton, that would the Lord who is mighty to save, the savior of this world, why are we in the United States of America, in North America, running around for vaccines when the blood of Jesus has done it all? What, what, is, what is the problem? What is the real solution we need for coronavirus, Senior Pastor Everton? Amen, I'm blessed, Senior Pastor Trey. We all know that the, the only solution we have is Jesus. It, it's right there in Isaiah 60, 63. Amen. He's mighty to save. And he's waiting for us to turn to him so we, he can save us. Um, as I said before, he's the one who created us. No one can ever love us. We cannot even love ourselves like oh God loves us. So he's, 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 he's long-suffering, he's patient. Um, but um, blessed senior pastor, I I would want to believe, I, 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 I think, I, would, I want to refuse to believe that this generation will not repent. Even though it's it's clear that they will not, I, I don't want to believe it. I I really don't want to believe it because they they trust in the wealth of the world. They don't want to. They don't. They don't trust in in, in in the wisdom of God. They don't trust in their Creator, their Savior. You see, look at um the the, the young child that was healed from see, Down syndrome. Look at that. There is no cure for Down syndrome. There is no cure for Down syndrome. So. If, if, if it doesn't matter, I'm blessed seeing a pastor tree. Yes. They, they, they're running around looking for vaccine when God is out here healing Down syndrome. Mm. He's the creator. Like, he knows exactly what's wrong in your body. Mm. So these people, they, they want, they, they have created God for themselves. Oh. You know, they, 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 they have put aside the precepts of the Lord because they think it's a burden. Mm. They think it's a burden. They're like God. Don't burden us with your with your with your word. Don't mm. burden us with your command. We don't want to live the way you you created us to live. Yes. So you know what they've made a false god. They trust in hospitals. They trust in man. They trust in government. They trust in healthcare. They trust in money. Mm. That that's it. And these persons they go to church, but yet still they're just, they they you sh- they're they're not much better than the persons who are who are at the club because how they just. You know the women their private parts are showing oh my God. and you, you wonder you're like are you serious mm. you wonder which god they're serving mm-hmm. has jesus christ as jehovah mm. now ceased to be holy mm. when that is the main characteristics of our father mm. 
I don't understand. But these people, um, blessed be no pastor, they're yes. not truly born again. They just say, oh yes, I'm a Christian because it, it seems right. That's the, what the might is, might is of the Lord. So it seems politically correct. You know, when you go in your, your office and you say, I'm a Christian, people say, oh wow, you know, this person have it together. They're not uh, a drunkard or whatever. Yes. But but their heart is not crucified. Oh, amen. Mm-hmm. And they're they're doing the same thing that the world is is doing. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's not it's not surprising that they they're not turning to the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know when when they see that the, the might is the, the work of the Lord, they, mm-hmm. they even go as far as blaspheming the the might the work of the Lord. Mm-hmm. They're like they, they, because who did they come out to see? Who mm-hmm. did they expected to see? That's the question. Mm-hmm. Who did they expected to see when, when when the Lord promised his his, his prophets? Who did they expected to see? And reverting to what you said, um, blessed in pastor, it's the yeah. pride of man. The pride of man is the, one of the biggest downfall in the churches. Mm. I remember talking to a pastor yes. at work. You know, yes. I, you know, I work at the front desk. Yeah. And uh, he said they kicked him out of the church because he was rebuking sin. <laughs> and it was an all-white church. Yes. He said they didn't expect um accepted black people. In Tennessee, yeah, and I was shocked. Yeah. I'm like, "Are you serious?" He said, "Yeah, I was rebuking sin, and mm. they, they kicked me off the, the church board." And I said, "Wow!" At that point, I knew mm. it suddenly dawned on me that wow, the church is in a dark, dark place. And if Jesus, if the mighty, if, if Jesus, if Jehovah didn't send His mightiest, mightiest prophets of the Lord, yes. it's like the devil would have laughed at Jesus. So much because they would have he would have said what 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 did you go to the cross for where where's the church mm. where's the church because the, the church is sleeping um blessed senior pastor yes the, 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 where are the cripples the cripples are not walking mm. the cripples are not walking what Jesus Christ he, he has lost his power the blood of Jesus Christ has lost power mm. why are the cripples not walking something must be wrong yes why mm. are the blinds not blinds are not seen. Hmm. Something must be wrong. And when they look over in the ministry of repentance and holiness, and they see, yeah. oh, you know, blessed are those who, who mourn, or oh, we mourn before the Lord, mm-hmm. or oh, oh, we cry before the Lord, mm-hmm. and, and we, we mourn and we say, Lord, have mercy, have pity, and how oh, we, we, we respect and honor the mightiest, mightiest prophets of the Lord. Yes. They mock you. They said, oh, What are you doing? Hmm. What, you, what, you, what are you worshiping? What worshiping? Are you worshiping a human being? No, you don't understand. These are the ambassadors of Christ. Mm. These, it's like dealing with God Himself. Yes. So you have to honor them and respect yes. them. Yes. How you deal with the prophets of the Lord is how you're dealing with your own salvation. Mm. So you have to respect these prophets and honor these prophets. And one thing, um, just to add to that blessed scene, Apostle. Yes. What I've come to realize is that the Lord, He has His sheep. He has His sheep and but the lord is still extending grace he's still extending grace to all those who want to be saved but guess what at the end of the day he has his sheep um blessed peanut pastor and his sheep knows his voice Mm. and they shall never perish amen you know that is very powerful what you said you know i was going to read a scripture but i think that's the scripture that that is the answer of, of of the lunacy all that's going on where you know it says in second timothy that 
or First Timothy rather, there's a time coming where people will no longer put up with sound doctrine. They will want to listen to a preaching that is itching, that's pleasing to their ear. And they'll rather listen to deceptive demonic spirits than listen to the true messengers of righteousness. The two angels of righteousness, the most glorious angels of Yahweh walking the face of the earth right now. And who did we come and see? You know, if you had played any of the old revival meetings from the ministry in Kenya from 2006, from Tononoka, Mombasa, from Kitale, all over Kenya, weeping, wailing, sackcloth. They would mock you. They'd be like, what, what, are you, what are you doing? You know, we have the grace. Why are we repenting? You know, you always run into that. Whenever you're given the message of righteousness, oh, there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. He's like, excuse me, you know who are those in Christ Jesus? Those who are led by the Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit's in you, he teaches you to be holy. There's no way someone can say they have the Holy Spirit and then walk around naked. Like that, that is a spirit of lust propagating. That's not even possible. But like you said, his sheep will hear his voice. And I want to read John 10 to, um, to, to further uh, prolong the conversation of what you were saying. Uh, John 10 verse, we can start at one. He says, I assure you, verily, verily, I tell you in other versions, anyone who doesn't enter the sheep pen by the door but climbs in in some other way is a thief and a robber and you know how apostasy works it never comes in as a big red elephant saying hey i'm here it's a snake very subtle coming in through the side door and then going along the wall trying to hide itself you know the apostasy started off we've been preaching money we came in saying God wants to bless us, bless us, bless us. Yes, that is true. But if it's a blessing that leads to the kingdom of hell, you have to check who's blessing you. Because the blessings of God always point to righteousness, always point to repentance, always point to holiness. The blood of Jesus, the cross, repent, repent, be holy. It is never pointing into the things of this earth. Oh, nice suit, nice car, what? I'll look at my house or my wife, my past, whatever, all these things, the pride of men. That's not what the blood of Jesus is about. It's about repentance and the gospel has been thrown out. So he says, the one who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. The doorkeeper opens it for him and the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. And then verse four, when he has brought all his own outside, he goes ahead of them. The sheep follow him because they recognize his voice. They'll never follow a stranger. Hallelujah. They will never follow a stranger. Instead, they will run away from him because they don't recognize the voice of strangers. Could it be that the reason we haven't recognized the voice of the two most glorified prophets, which are God the Father himself, the voice of God the Father himself, the prophets never carried their own message. Is it, could it be that we haven't recognized that voice because we're not his sheep? As you said, how can we listen to false prophets, false teachers, even our presidents listening to false counsel, false prophets around them saying, oh, don't go to the two mega prophets. Could it be that we have to check ourselves? Are we the Lord's sheep? 
and I think that's the moment of a revival. When we come to our senses, you think about the lost son, the prodigal son. When he came to himself, even in Deuteronomy, it talks about after the Lord, when he presents blessing and curses from obedience and disobedience, after all the calamity from the curses that brought from the disobedience, he says, when you come to your senses, even after all of that, when you come to your senses, he's willing to receive you like the father received the prodigal son. Because there's still hope that no matter the apostasy, and I'm going to read this scripture as we close, no matter how raging the apostasy is, however raging the apostasy is, there will still be a holy bride. The Eastern religions are not the bride of Christ. The Muslims are not the bride of Christ. All the other false idol religions, they're not the, the bride of Christ. It's the church. And anyone who accepts Jesus as Lord, they've become the church. They become the body of Christ. So even those religions, they can repent in Christ Jesus and receive the gospel, be born again, be holy, walk in righteousness, walk in holiness, and enter the kingdom of God. Because as you said, there's no discrimination in the kingdom of God. But this is the scripture I want to read as we close. He says in Hosea 11, verse 8, How can I give you up, Ephraim? How can I surrender you, Israel? How can I make you like Adma? How can I treat you like Zeboim? I've had a change of heart. My compassion is steered. And then he goes on to say, I won't pull out my full vent of fury. So the Messiah is coming. Coronavirus is here to tell us the Messiah is coming. We need to repent because there'll be much more worse coronavirus after the rapture. When the rapture takes place, the status of the earth will change. There's no mid-tribulation rapture, no post-tribulation rapture. When the rapture happens, judgment falls to the earth. And if this judgment that's been brought from the great tribulation is here now, you can tell that the Messiah is coming. So we all do need to repent and listen to the voice of the Lord that is screaming out in the wilderness, crying out, prepare the way for the glorious coming of the Messiah. Thank you so much, Senior Pastor Everton Edwards. Any closing remarks before we end? Um, I just want to say um, thank you so much for having me and it's a pleasure being a part of this ministry um, the Lord is, is good and he's faithful um, I just want to remind our listener, listener that, listener that he's our creator no one can love us like Jesus loves us like Jehovah loves us no one can love us that's the reason why to us it might seem long but he's patient because it's not his will for anyone to perish but for everyone to come to repentance and gain eternal life hell was not created for man but hell was created for the devil and his angels but if we continue to be rebellious god has no choice not even us as human beings can live amongst our enemies so why should god live amongst enemies Mm. There is no room for the in the kingdom of God for apostasy. Look what happened to to to, 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 to Lucifer. Yes, there's no room in, in in heaven for apostasy. God is a good God. At once you you come in contact with God and you feel His presence. Nothing on this earth, the money that the churches they are going after, the, the houses, the mansion, nothing on this earth can ever compare 
to when you feel the presence of God, the joy, the peace, the love. You can if you cannot you cannot contain yourself. You want to scream. So it simple means blessed in a pastor tree that the present day church has not come in contact with God because if they had they wouldn't have been chasing after money. They would have been chasing after that joy that they have felt because they would have said no, that joy is Christ. I want more of that joy. God, I want more of you. They would have begged God, Lord, abide in me. Help me to abide in you, my father. Help me. And trust me, God is faithful and he will help you. So I just want to say thank you so much blessed Tina Pastor Chief for having me. And thank you so much um the mightiest mightiest prophets of the Lord for coming to us faithfully every Wednesday, Thursday and Sunday. Thank you so much. Amen. 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 Senior Pastor Everton, thank you for sharing that. It is true that for those who search they will find. And if this is you, when you heard the message of the mightiest mightiest prophets of the Lord, not our message, not my message, the message of the Lord, the message from heaven that you need to repent and you're convicted, just lift up your hands and say this short prayer. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. I repent of all my sins. Please wash my sins with the precious blood of Jesus. Today, I turn away from all sin and I receive you into my heart today as my lord and savior please write my name in the lamb's book of life and please send me the holy spirit to help me live in holiness and establish your word in my heart and protect my heart name of Jesus I am born again today Amen Amen precious people if you had said that prayer you made the best decision of your life don't go back to sin and the Lord will continue to help you until you walk into the glorious kingdom of God and you continue to shun sin shun apostasy and focus on righteousness and pursue righteousness and grab holiness there's no way you can miss to enter the kingdom of God with that heart condition. I've been your host today, Senior Pastor Craw, and we had Senior Pastor Everton Edwards from Ohio. This is Repent North America. Until next time, Shalom. <laughs>